What's up, guys? I did a podcast the other day. This shit, this app does not work. Um, I'm still trying to figure out the kinks of it and why it wasn't working. Um, but tonight, I want to talk about something. You know, this is not like this is genocidal talk. I, I, fuck the intro right now. Um, I have something very serious to talk about. For a lot of you guys who know me, I wrestle for ERW, but I am not contracted to ERW. I am an independent wrestler until I sign a contract with a company. And the way that works is the company that you work for, they don't have to take out a contract for you. They don't have to take out a contract for you and say, I want you on my show permanently. They what they do is they have um something called uh it's more like a renters. You're independent. You're an independent uh independent contractor. You're not contracted to a company. So I'm not contracted to ERW. Alright? I just wanna get that shit cleared up right right off the bat. I, I wanna get that right cleared. Um I'm not contracted with ERW. That's the company I work with. Not work for. There's a difference. I work with them. I don't work for them. With the way independent scene works, I'm going to describe this before I get into this this podcast because I am very upset what happened yesterday. This is going to carry into what's going on for the future. So, in, independent wrestling, like... um I'll throw out a big name before the OVW. Let's, let's talk about OVW. OVW is a, uh, a, a, a it's a territory where scouts look out for wrestlers um, that they can work for or work with in their company. The territory OVW is an independent scene. They're not those wrestlers that you see on TV or those wrestlers that you see. Um, on camera or on live, uh, doing live events, those wrestlers are not contracted. Those wrestlers are independent wrestlers. They can show up whenever they want to. Okay. Scouts go to these independent circuits representing the company that they're with, seeing the talent and seeing how they approach, uh, what, what their characters like progression on their wrestling, stuff like that. Then they hand them, uh, the, the, the scouts hand, or let the company know about these wrestlers and they get contracts for them. When they get the contracts now, they are now formally and introduced as a superstar for that company. They work uh, directly with that company. They are having ties with that company. I want to get this straight. Again, I don't work for ERW. I work with ERW. I'm going to turn this off right now. All my notifications going on vibrate right now because I need to talk to you guys and this is very serious what I'm about to tell you. So, I, I yesterday received word that my name is being posted on a status. I seen the status myself. The person that's posting about me is Mark, Michael Clark Diversa. Um, he runs this company, EWE. His wrestlers are also not contracted. They are independent wrestlers. Okay? So, 
Yes, yesterday I found out my name um, was on the status he made and his slander. He's saying that I pretty much harassed him. So I'm going to tell you the story, my side of the story. And my side of the story, I do not fabricate anything. I don't lie about anything because I would never go on a, a podcast and lie. First off, this stems back from a year ago. A year ago, I was working with, again, with, keyword is with, not for, with ERW as their vice president. I worked with them, helping them grow as wrestlers, helping get situation financially and other constructive base criticism going. I try to get people to talk about us. I try to solely come up with creative ideas for us as a group. Okay? So, my my the leader of the, the company that I work with, not work for, work with, um, his name is Ace. He's also my best friend. And he gets uh, a message from one of the EWE wrestlers, which is, his name is... At the time, he was um, with them. He's now with us, working with us, not for us, with us. Because I have to make sure that gets cleared. Because if this gets back to Michael Clark Diversa, I want him to know that the ERW company that I work with has nothing to do with him and don't care about him. Okay? So, I, I find out that this company, this little company exists because Ace tells me about it because Ace was talking to Jonathan White. Jonathan A. White. He's one of our wrestlers that work with us independently. So Ace talked to me because I was the vice president at the time. And he was telling me this little company called EWE want us to do a collab. They want us to be, um, what the hell is it called? Um, they want us to be, like, do an invasion angle, uh, do an invasion angle. Sorry, I'm just cracking my neck. Do an invasion uh, angle with them. Then, from there, we do a merge, and the company becomes one whole company. The name of the company was not decided. Reason being, because this invasion angle did not, this invasion angle was a bad idea, and I knew it from the start. So I, he came to me with this idea of uh, uh, working in a park and doing an invasion angle. I said no. I said no solely because we just stepped out of the ring to go wrestle in the park now. That looks bad on us. You know, if you're a professional and you want to be taking this serious, you want to work in a ring and you want to stay professional in the ring. Now, at first I had a problem with it because, again, we're working on something like EWE. When we were supposed to be working on ourselves and focusing on ourselves and getting our, our ring. Because if you don't know, we were, um, before, for the, the recordings, that was all in the Bronx. You can actually check it up on our YouTube. It's called ERW, um, it's called ERW, it's uh, Extreme Rated R Wrestling. And all the footage that you see before even I was on camera, that was all recorded in the Bronx. Um, every match that was done in the Bronx was in the Bronx ring called BWF. BWF is an independent company. We never, we never worked with them or for them. 
we were our own thing. They were their own thing. We only used their ring to you to to utilize videos to post on YouTube. So we got kicked out because we were accused of breaking a chair, which was not the case at all. So we heard about this, this company because Jonathan A. White was uh, talking to Ace and he wanted to get training from Ace. Ace said, I have no problem with it. Um, then there was a mur uh, Joe Dice, actually. Uh, Joe Dice, he was the reason why this invasion angle was happening in the first place. Because Jonathan White went to Joe and said to Joe, hey, I'm talking to this guy named Ace. Here's his Facebook. They talked. They then wanted to do a merge. So they wanted to do an invasion angle, just like the WWE when uh, when it was WWF at the time. Ace said, no problem. Ace came to me with the idea. I didn't like the idea. I never liked the idea. Um, So I was like, no, I don't want no part of it. And I was saying no for the longest time. Why? Because my dad just died. I'm not in the mental state where I was supposed to be like where I'm at now where I'm doing podcasts every night for you guys or we're not every night but I'm trying to pull up content every now and then because again wrestling is really hard to cover when there's nothing really eventful happening I'm going to go and talk about um, rumors later on I'm going to make another podcast and I'm going to also put it on my Let's Talk Controversial podcast as well so that will be on there as well on Podbean check it out on Podbean um but it's going to be covered here as well because that's wrestling related and wrestling business. So, anyways, it's not going to be a long. Uh, it's not going to be as long as this. This is going to be long. That other podcast I'm going to do is not going to be long. So, I just want to get that shit cleared up right now. So, um, I then said, okay, no. Ace came to me. He was like one day. He was just like, I want you to talk to the owner of the other company, and I want you to sit down. And hear him out and hear his ideas out. And I was, we were warned about this kid before him because we were chilling with Joe Dice and we were warned about him. We were warned about him because solely he has an ego problem and he is an egotist, egotistical maniac. He wants things done his way. He cannot take criticism. If you criticize his work, he'll explode. He'll lose, he'll literally lose his mind if you criticize his work or if you, if you even say the littlest things about his work. Okay. So, and I tried to do a podcast about it last night, but I started falling asleep and I started making no fucking sense. But now I'm, I'm up and I'm, I'm thinking about it and I'm angry more and more thinking about this and my name is being dragged upon this problem. So, I sat down with their vice president, which was Joe Dice. I sat down with him. We all had a meeting. We sat down. We all talked. We, they said, every week it's going to be, every week on Saturday... It's going to be an EWE show. You guys are going to invade and you guys are going to work the matches with us. I said, no problem. I said, no problem because you know what? This makes, this. they want me to do it so bad. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just give in. I know this is a bad idea. I'm just going to give in and I'm going to do it. I gave in. I went and did the, the matches. The first match I had was with Joe Dice. Um, It was a great match. It would have been a lot better if it was in the ring, but it was a great match. The following week, because this stemmed out to four, four to six weeks. During this time, though, I knew, I never knew EWE had internal problems. First of all, 
the owner, which is Mike Diversa, had a problem with his uh, his vice president, which is Joe Dice. This problem has been stemming, stemming since God knows how long. Joe Dice lied to us about a ring because he promised us a ring. We had a meeting in January, back in January when he was first trying to introduce himself and introduce the company that we were trying to work with. He said he was going to get us a ring. He lied to us. He lied to us. Joe Dice lied to us. Diversa then came to us and told us Joe Dice's thing. We got in touch with the person that was running everything, who was selling him the ring and everything, and everything that Joe Dice was telling us was a lie. I mean, we eventually got the ring. It, it was just a matter of time, and it was a lot of problems behind it, a lot of bullshit that had behind it. I'm not going to get into it because we forgave him for it. So... This whole entire time, he had inter- they had internal problems. The Versa exposed Joe Dice for who he is. I'm not saying Joe Dice is a great person, but he's not a terrible person to begin with. He's just a very misunderstood person. He does things sometimes mm-hmm. where it makes you think... Um, that he makes you think, like, okay, there's something up with him. Why, is he, why can we not trust him? So I was like, fuck it. Let's trust him. Do what we have to do. Give me one second, guys. Okay. Sorry about that. My boss was texting me. So... I was like, all right, okay, I'll do the merge, we worked the matches, did the first match with Dice, no problem, we started hanging out more after that, we started talking, we started talking on the phone, stuff like that, Diversa puts in our minds that Joe Dice is cheating on his wife, and just to let you guys know and let you guys in a little secret, Joe Dice and Michael Diversa, Diversa, Diversa. Um, sorry, guys. This is again. This is my boss. Okay. I'm sorry, my boss is texting me. He's it's about phones. I sell phones on. I sell phones at Costco. So if you if you live on Staten Island, you go to Costco, come buy a phone for me. We have great deals. We always have great deals. If you have T-Mobile, AT&T, and Verizon, we have great deals for them. Well, T-Mobile they don't have no deals right now, but soon to come they'll have some deals. AT&T has okay deals, and Verizon has okay deals right now. But if you're looking for a phone, come to Costco, buy a phone. Um, I, I recommend you come here. So anyways, Joe Dice and Michael Clark Diversa are family members, not only friends, but family members because Joe Dice married his cousin. This is the same Diversa who came to us and said, Hey, he's cheating on his wife. He's hitting his wife. And all types of other nonsense that was going on. He act, and I'm not going to go into Joe Dice's life. If you've seen the podcast, it's on my Facebook. 
Joe Dice explained the story very quickly because it was two other times that he talked about the, uh, talked about it on my podcast. Uh, pretty much what happened was Sam Jambrone, this other wrestler in front of Dice, was dating Mel. His, that's Joe Dice's wife. Um, there was cheating accusations. The, the, the truth of the story is... Um, what the hell? Okay, give me one second. My boss is really texting me. He's just telling me about something about work. Um, asking about... Sorry, guys. Again, like I said, I have to text my boss. He's, like, um, texting me about stuff for work. I have to take these. Um, so, he was making these accusations. Um, and I'm just like, okay, we'll believe him because of what we saw. He was feeding me the stories. He was feeding Ace the stories. I acted upon it. Playing both sides because I'm not the type of person who fucks up somebody's relationship unless I get the truth. I got the truth, and that's what it was. Sam Jambrone, there's two sides of the story. There's three ty- three sides to the story. His side, the other person's side, then the truth. So I don't, well, technically in this case, there's like five, four or five sides to the story. His side, um... Joe's side, Joe's wife's side, Sam Jambrone's side, and then the truth. So that's five people who have five different stories about the one story. We don't know the truth. We still have no idea what the truth is because it kind of leaves us on a cliffhanger type of deal. But it doesn't matter. I'm going to run down it real quick. Sam Jambrone was dating Mel. Joe met Mel. Joe and uh, Mel were friends. Um, Sam Jambrone... Uh, argued Mel about music and the child, like their child, their future child, because Mel didn't have any kids at the time, their future child and what the future child would listen to. And that's what stemmed the argument. Joe was trying to help her back on her feet. Um, and they ended up breaking up because she was, they were playing pool. Mel tripped over the banister, kissed Joe by accident while falling and him, him trying to catch her. Because that was their plan. And he started bugging the hell out. And he's like, she was like, no, this is this is great that all this happened. Here's the pictures and here's the message of you talking to other girls and you sleeping with them and you cheating with them. And he turned around and said, forget about it. Um, let's just play pool. So that's just that story. Like, again, like I said, there's fucking five different types of story, four different types of story, five, four or five different types of story. I don't really know, and I really don't care about the story, because I don't. I'm not judging. At the time, though, that's what was that was what Mark Mike Diverso ran with. Diverso ran with the fact that Mel cheated on Sam Jambrone for dice. He Michael Diverso hates Joe, and. I'm sorry, guys. 
I'm sorry, guys. Give me one moment. Like I said, my boss is texting me. So, okay, I'm still recording, that's great. I'm sorry, guys, I'm leaving it off on the cliffhanger because I'm just texting my boss again, like I said. So, anyways, he was convincing us that he Mel was cheating. Well, not Mel. Joe was cheating on Mel. Diversa ha hates Joe. Um, Joe has no idea why he hates him so much, but there was a whole lot of shit that happened. So... When we were hanging out with Diverse, he would tell us all types of shit that Joe was doing. Cheating on his wife, sleeping around, all this other stuff. Again, you don't know who to listen to, you don't know who to believe, so you play both sides of the spectrum. One day, alright, I had Mike, Ace, Trish, which was Ace's girlfriend at the time, and Mike's, uh, Michael Diverse's girl girlfriend i should say live with the uh with them so i was like okay you know come to my house get me some food uh, uh. joe then um because i put in a group uh no <laughs> uh, uh um so joe because what happened was brandon simmy asshole um, he put in a group chat, where did I live? Joe found out that I, he, because Joe came to my house prior uh, to this on numerous occasions. And he, I was like, oh, I'm not feeling good. Uh, uh. I told Diversa and the rest of the group to go up around the block and just cool out over there and just wait. Me and Dice were sitting down talking, um, and we were just talking about life. Brandon, me, Brandon, and Joe were all sitting down talking about stuff. Um, he because I told him I lied to Joe and said I was I said I was sick when I wasn't. He gave me some pills. Um, it was pain medication, so which was good. It helped me actually. I did actually have pain. My back was hurting. Um, so I asked Joe about the story with Mel. He told me the his side of the story. Mike then pulls up to my house, and I'm hearing now that Mike wanted to... I called Mel before I called them to come back to my house. I called Mel because Mel gave me her number secretly, and she was talking to me, and she wanted to know what was going on. I wanted to know what was going on. Michael wanted to fuck up their relationship. So... What ended up happening, I called Mel before I called... Well, I called them first to come back to my house after Joe left. Then I called Mel. I told Mel what Joe told me. Then she started getting relief. She's like, oh my God, thank you so much, da 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 Here comes Diversa coming to me talking about, oh, that Joe... That, that story that Joe gave you was a lie. It's all bullshit. Um, that he's making this all up. That he... And I'm hearing... That he wanted to come back around to my block because Joe was here in front of my house at the time and 
fuck him up. I'm like, oh no, that's not good, you know, that that's not good at all. I don't need that in front of my house or in my neighborhood for a matter of fact. So um it was really bad. So Mike was like, you know what, I'll catch you guys later. He was upset about the whole situation, but I was explaining to him that I don't think that Mel it has to worry because Joe is not cheating. So comes to find out that Michael Diversa puts places the blame on me because it was, there was supposed to be a meeting that had happened or, or was supposed to happen where Sam Jambrone, Mike Diversa, Joe, Mel, Ace, Trish, me, Brandon were all supposed to go to CSI, have this meeting, and we were all supposed to surprise Joe with Sam Jambrone being there. And Sam Jambrone telling his side of the story to Dice and debunking everything that Dice was saying. So I was like, what kind of fucking bullshit did we get ourselves into? So this is a problem in itself. It ended off in a group chat where Mike Diversa got upset. There was a whole type of argument. And pretty much Mike Diversa got pissed off and he just left the group chat and that was it. Nobody really speaked about it again. We all became friends again. It was whatever. Then I found out that Diversa had much of an ego than I thought. He was cutting a promo about Joe's uh, marriage, Joe's kid, um, a whole bunch of bullshit that spewed out. It was really bad. It was supposed to be a promo. And if anybody knows wrestling term for a promo, it's supposed to be cutting ass on the person, but not getting too deep or in depth with the pro. Like, all right, so let's say I'm facing um, the John Cena next week. I'm going to talk about his. I'm going to talk about stuff that we know. And, and sometimes the promo is worked. So sometimes the promo is where you get okay from the wrestler to talk about certain things or bring up certain things, and and it's okay. It's perfectly fine. It's whatever. Like. When John Cena and The Rock, the Fruity Pebble thing, that thing, that that promo, it was okay. This kid didn't went on a promo where he ins- legitimately went to the jugulars at Joe's life. Talking about his kid, talking about his wife, talking about him, how he treats his wife, how he treats his family, how he did everything underneath the sun wrong. All this time, we sitting there awkwardly like, yo, this kid is cutting a promo like that. That's fucked up. And this happened a year ago. And the, like, I'm talking about this a year ago because this everything that happened a year ago is, is spewing into this year. So what ended up happening, um, it was really bad. They recorded it, but we, nobody had the recording of the promo. We don't know where it is. I think the Versus still has it. Um... It was really bad. I, it was really extremely gruesome. Like I said, he went for the jugular. So he made this. He made this uh, claim that Joe's not perfect for Mel. Joe needs to break up with Mel. He's not okay with Mel dating, uh, or being with Joe, married to Joe, having Joe's kid, all this other stuff. When Joe saw, when Diversa saw Joe, I should say. Mike then put on this fakest act. He's the fake. He could put on an act like that. Snap of a dime. 
you're the best person for Mel. You deserve her. She deserves you. You guys make each other happy. All types of nonsense spewing out of this kid's mouth because he doesn't want to admit the fact that he doesn't like Mike. He doesn't like Dice, I mean. So, come to find out from this story that I'm doing, because again, this kid, uh, this spews into next year. Come to find out that this kid was not okay with dating Mel. As a matter of fact, he wanted to sleep with Mel, his cousin, by the way, just letting that be known. Some that's some white people shit. That is some white people shit. He wanted to sleep with his own cousin. That's the whole thing about it. He wanted to be with his own cousin. Everybody looked at him funny when he said that. I don't care. I, I still fuck the shit out of my own cousin. What kind of fucking shit are you on, my dude? So we found out his intentions. He was using us. He was using us as pawns to fuck his boy, air quotation marks, relationship up with his cousin. So he wanted to be with his own cousin, pretty much. I, we was just baffled when we found out the truth of that matter. So, my okay, we played it off. It is what it is. We started. You know, shit was awkward at this time again. We started becoming friends again. We started, like, getting a little closer now. Then, since Diverso couldn't get what he wanted... Um... Since Diverso couldn't get what he wanted, which was to break Joe and uh, Mel up, he thought, by breaking us up as a group, he will get what he wanted. So he started talking shit about me. Started talking shit about Joe. Started talking shit about um, the leader of the group. Started talking shit about everybody underneath the sun. We was like, when we found out, when I found was sitting on the phone, I was listening to Diversa talk so much shit about Ace. Now, you know me. If you know me, I'm, if I'm hearing somebody's talking shit about you, I'm going to let you know what the person said. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you. I'm going to let the person know that, okay, this person is talking shit about you. This is what's being said. I'm not going to carry on with the situation. I will sit there and and engage the conversation to see what they how they feel, but I am not going to sit there and talk shit about the person myself. So, I told Ace. Ace then turns around and tells me, hey, we need to have a phone call. And this is what ended our, our uh, um, merge and our invasion angle. When they couldn't agree on something because Ace was throwing out creative, creative, creative ideas, Diversa wasn't okay with it. They weren't okay on it. They weren't even sure how to end it off the show. So it came to the point where we had a three-way phone call because he was talking so much shit about Ace. And... They were like, no, uh, uh, this is not what was said. This, this, and the third. They could get the person on the phone. Diversa was playing as if he didn't know what the fuck was going on. I'm sitting there listening. I'm laughing because and I'm sitting there eating Mac and Cheetos fries. Listening to Diversa lie his ass off. I'm like, dude, you're such a fucking liar. I know you know. You know that I know. You know I told Ace and you know that you're fucking lying because you had to sit there and talk shit about him. So... They ended off the show. We didn't do a merge because how how egotistical this kid is. So instead, what happens? 
We stole all of his wrestlers. Every single one of them, they, we stole them. Dice was playing both sides. We stole the majority of their wrestlers, I should say. Not even all of them. Iggy um, left our company for his company. Shut his company down, air quotation marks. I'm not going to get into all of that. Because that's not relevant. But... Um, then Iggy came back to us with Matt Hardcore and EWE got shut down. So it was only ERW. So we find out because Dice, like I said, worked with them at the time. We find out that they're trying to do another reboot. They're trying to get shit going again. Meanwhile, the reason why me and him have beef. After we tried to show, after we got their wrestlers, right? He started talking shit. He started talking shit about everybody. He started talking shit about me, especially. So I sat there and I said, yo, what the fuck? I came at him. Me and him got at each other's throat. He came to the point where he's like, oh, I'm going to pull up to your house. Now, if anybody knows me or knows where I live, if you know where I live, have fun. Because I have a crazy ass dog and he's not afraid to bite anybody. He doesn't give a fuck. So me and my dog were sitting outside waiting for his bitch ass to come up to my house to try to start a fight. So I was going to open up the car door because I was driving the Matrix at the time. I was parking in the driveway. I was sitting there looking at my phone waiting for him to pull up. He hasn't pulled up. I waited till 12 o'clock, 12.01 actually. Because I was on the phone with Ace when, I, when all of this was happening. Talking to him, letting him know what Diversa was saying. He never showed up. I went inside. So, I left it as is. You know, I'm not going to make no bullshit out. I left it as is. Weeks, months later, after I thought the situation was done, deaded, and gone, and over with, his girl posting shit up on Facebook. So, I said, I hit him up on my new phone because my old phone cracked, and it got destroyed, and I got a new phone. So I called him, blocked my number. I was like, tell your bitch, tell your bitch to stop talking. Tell your bitch to mind her own business. Now, did I disrespect this girl? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Why? Because I didn't call her a bitch. I said, I said to him, tell your bitch to chill the fuck out. I ain't placed no label on the lift. I ain't telling, I ain't say. Yo, your girlfriend is a bitch. Never said that. I just tell. I said, tell your bitch to stop talking about me. Because once you get involved in somebody's problems, it's fair game. That's how I see it. If my girl got involved with some shit, hell yeah, I'm going to be pissed at the nigga. Don't get me wrong. I'll be pissed. Don't get me wrong. Don't get that shit fucked up. If somebody was talking about my girl, even if she, he tells me to get my bitch or whatever, whatever, whatever I'm going to fuck him up. Why? Because you're talking about my girl. But at the same time, it's fair game. She got involved. Not only that, not only did she get involved, he didn't place no label on my girl. He said, tell your bitch to stop talking. Either which way, you just said bitch. I, I, you know, I'm not going to get mad that you called her a bitch. I'm going to just say, I'm just going to get tight because I already have an active problem with you. So you saying bitch, whatever the way context you, context you took it as, or I take it as, I'm going to fight you for it. Feel me? I'm not the type of person to sit there and lie and say, "Oh yeah, I didn't say I didn't say nothing bad." I said that. I said that to his girl. I said, "Yo, tell your bitch 
stop talking about me. He messaged me. It was a whole big thing about that. So, left it alone. After that, it was done. I found out that a year later, Ace was still talking to Diversa. And I was like, you know what? Let me hit him up and let me actually apologize. I gave, I sent him a happy new year. I was like, yo, I'm sorry. You know, can we squash it? Blah, blah, blah. I had the messages still. He's like, yeah, we can start, uh, we can squash it. I was like, all right, cool. Gave him my phone number. He gave me his phone number. So we left it at that. Feel me? We left it at that. I went to one of their shows um, earlier this 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 year, and after the show, he was telling me like, "Oh, well, you don't need to apologize to me. You need to apologize to her." So I said, "I'm not. Why am I apologizing to her?" I ain't call her no nothing. I ain't call her a bitch. Feel me? I ain't call her a bitch. So tell your bitch to get to stop to stop talking. I ain't call her a bitch. Feel me? It's not like I labeled her as a bitch. I never said your girlfriend's a bitch. So tell your bitch to stop talking about me. Plain simple. So I was like, I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize. Why am I apologizing to her? She stuck her nose into business. That ain't got nothing to do with her. Yeah, anybody can make the claim and defend their girl. Oh, you know, she's sticking up for her man. You have to also realize, and this is the this is the quote I I, I got today. If you're going, if you're pigs and you're playing in dirt and you're playing in mud, expect to get dirty. That's how it is. If you if you're playing with the big boys, you gotta know how to take the hits. If you if you if you in the game, you gotta know how to play the game. You can't just jump in the game and think that you can play the game and not get hurt. You gotta know how to play the game. I'm not apologizing to him. I'm not, I mean, I'm not apologizing to her. But I, and I never did. I haven't. So they were supposed to do their last show, um, Extreme Mania, and I like I and. Before this happened, I've been finding out, like, he's been having active, he still has active problems with me. I'm like, dude, I let this shit go a year ago. I don't, and if anybody knows me, I don't keep up energy. I don't keep up bad vibes. I don't keep up energy like that. So I, 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 I did it myself. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I'm not going to sit here and have this one, this one, this one be pissed. I'm, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to sit here and be tight over something that happened a year ago or even six months ago. I'm not going to be tight about it. I don't care. So I sat there and I was like, fuck it. It is what it is. He still have a problem with me. He holds grudges. I'm finding that shit out. I'm finding that shit out that he still holds grudges. I'm like, all right, cool. So the last show was Extreme Mania, which was uh, this last Saturday that passed. Right, so it was. I don't like to watch their garbage, but because of due to this personal situation that had happened, we couldn't do our show that uh, this Saturday, that, that past Saturday. That's why nothing we got posted that Saturday. So I was like, Dice wanted Ace to come out and support him. It's last show. 
I was like, Dice has his own car. I have my own car. I was riding with Ace and his girl and, and Trish and, and, and Johnny. And it was crazy. It was fun. So we were riding all together. Dice had um, Matt. So Dice went home. And he before he went home, he came to the car. And he was like, oh, did you talk to Diversa? He's like, yeah, I, I talked to Diversa. He's like, did, what did Diversa say? He's like, oh, you know, he actually, if we're still doing it, if he's still, if we're still coming. And I was like, yeah. When Dice left, he's like, I didn't want to make a big shit out of it. But he still has a problem, an active problem with you and Johnny. Me and Johnny? I said, what? He had the problem with me still? I'm like, all right. At this point, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm shutting this shit down. So now I already had this mindset when I go, go into this park. Not to cheer as a fan or watch the show as a fan, but to fuck their shit up. Because I'm going to fuck him up. My original game plan was to take a tire iron upside his head and fuck him up. But I was like, nah. You know what? Play it cool. I'm going to play it cool. I'm going to do to them what I did the last time, this time around again. So when I pulled up, um, the wrestlers were already there. The camera guy was, the jet, the referee, the original referee was there, and the wrestler was there. I went up to them in a pencil, rage, closed the door, uh, closed my car door, I went down there, I asked them, where is Diversa? He's like, oh, he, they're picking up shit. You know, he's, he's picking up weapons for the last show. I was like, good, he's going to need it. And I walked off, I left it at that. So he they insinuated that I was going to jump him. Anybody knows me, I don't jump nobody. I don't need to jump nobody. Would it help? Hell yeah. Because I get, I get my point across. Don't fuck with me. You feel me? But I don't jump people. I don't need to jump people because I'm a big guy myself. I don't give a fuck. I'll, I'll throw hands with you myself. So I had a tire and sitting in the front of my car. I went back. To, actually, I went back to the car. And I went to the back of the trunk and I pulled out a tire iron, stuck it in the front seat. And I waited for him in the front with my boy and our friends. And his girlfriend, we were all sitting there. We were all waiting in the car. So when he pulled up now, I I think I had the tire in my hand. I'm not 100% sure. I don't think I did have the tire. No, I didn't. I left the tire in the car. So I saw his car pull up. I get out the car, pissed off in the pissed off rage. He then gets out the car. And he's parked on the other side of the, uh, the, other side of the parking lot. And I'm parked on the other side. He gets out the car. I'm ill-grilling him. Like, he wanted to say what's up to me. He started smiling. And then I started ill-grilling the fuck out of him. Like, I found out, like, what you were talking about. Stupid. So, ill-grilled the fuck out of him. He started getting that heat. He already knew I was about to fuck him up. I was about to go over there. What stopped me was when his mother came out the fucking car. It's like, all right. I'm not going to fuck you up in front of your mother because I'll be fucked up. And then you have witnesses saying that I fucked you up and you could call the cops on me because you're a cop caller, pussy. So, like, right, I'm going to handle this situation a different way. So, I went back to the car. Niggas is racing. <laughs> I went back to the car. I was like, I tell everybody, get out. Just go down there, get out. Everybody got out. I sat there, shut off my car, locked my car door, and... I then sat down over there with them. Mike Diversa had steel chairs, sludgehammer, 
a whole bunch of stuff and crazy stuff in there. Um, so what the fuck was it? Mind you, this kid, this park is an active park. This is PS58. That's one, the one by the mall. It's like actually adjacent from JC Penney's. If you like, literally in the back of the school, there's a park. Uh, there's a park with the parking lot. So the kids actively playing there. Kids are actively playing there. They start talking about their match. Then he goes when because I the whole entire time I was making sly ass remark. Why are we here watching this cancer ass wrestling? This is bad wrestling. Why are we supporting bad wrestling? Blah 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 blah. Just talking my shit. No, ain't nobody gonna stop me from talking my shit. Dice pulls up to the park because we were about to leave. Because everybody wanted like no 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 get dice five more minutes. Because I originally wanted to leave. I wanted a dip, but then I was like, nah, you know what? Let me fuck his shit up. Let me stay. Everybody else wanted to leave. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Don't leave. Like, give Dice five more minutes. Don't leave. I'm giving him five more minutes. So, Dice pulls up. Dice then, uh, he sits there. He says hi to everybody. He says hi to everybody. You feel me? So then they start their show. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there chanting all types of fucking crazy. This is cancer. This is bad wrestling. What the fuck was that? Blah, 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 blah. It came to the point where his mother was talking all this shit. He told Dice to go over there and tell them to shut up. Dice then comes over to us. He's like, yo, shut up. But he's like, no, just keep going. Be a heel. Shut them down. Get them shut down. Da, 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 da. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. I said, what? What are you talking about? You want me to shut them? He's like, shut up. You know what I mean? I'm trying to play both sides, but shut them down. He goes back to his mother, well, to diverse his mother. So we, me and Johnny, still chanting all types of fucked up crazy shit. This is cancer and all this other stuff. Came back to over, over us to us. Uh, he can't. Dice came back to over to us again, saying, "Just keep going. You're not being loud enough. You're not being healed." I'm like, I got you. This is. Cancer. This is bad wrestling. What the fuck was that? The wrestler got it. Got it ate him up because he he was he's a vet. Like I said, he can't take criticism. Very crazy, crazy situation. So he starts the match. He gets the camera guy off. He tells him to shut off the camera. Start talking to his little posse. Came to us. He first he didn't even he looked at me. I looked at him and he went to talk to Ace, who was sitting right next to me. Ace said, Why are you over here? Aren't you doing a show? He's like, um, you know, I, I I you guys need to keep it down. We're trying to record, we're trying to record the wrestling match, blah blah blah. I said, Hold up. No, because he said, Oh, they have nothing, you have nothing to do with it. I said, Hold up. Why are you telling him this? We're the ones who make it noise. He had nothing to do with this. What's up with this? What's up? Talk to me. What's up? What, how you, what, how you feeling? What's up? Tell me to leave. He's like, I know this is a public place. Being a white bitch. Being a white little pussy bitch. I know this is a public place. But can you please leave? I'm asking you nicely to leave. I'm like, I'm not going nowhere. This is a public property. I'm not going nowhere. He's like, I'm not forcing you. I can't force you. I'm asking you to please leave. I said, no. I'm not leaving here. First of all, it's the public property. And on top of that, you're wrestling in front of kids and parents. How fucking embarrassing are you in a park at that? 
don't mind the fans, but how you have fans in a park where you're wrestling at? You're not a true wrestler. Stop, stop fucking playing games. So he gets tight. His mother's screaming, don't worry, don't entertain him, Mikey. Just come back over here, come back over here, don't entertain him. Mike goes back over there, picks up a steel chair, folds the, the steel chair, walks over into my general direction as if he wants to hit it, hit me with it. I'm like, go ahead, pussy, because I'm going to sell like a motherfucker. Feel me? You hit me with that steel chair, I'm just, I just got lost to. Walks off with the steel chair to the car. He's like this fat bitch talking on his shit, can't wrestle, all this other shit. I'm like, I'm in the ring, though. I'm in the ring, though. I'm in the ring, though. He's like, oh, but the ring is not yours. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It's not my ring. I don't give a fuck. I'm still in the ring. I'm still wrestling in the ring. What's your? What's up with you? You wrestling in the park. What's up? What's up? Lee packs up all his weapons. He puts them in the car. Show got canceled. Joe packs up with Matt in the car. Um... Joe packs up the, the uh, mat in the car. They leave. We sat in the park, waited to see if they were to come back down here. And because we wanted them to leave. So that way we can leave because we're not trying to make it, you know, like I said, they're parked on the other side. We're parked on the other side, but it's awkward. At one point, we just like, fuck it. We're just going to leave. So we leave, but we circle back, coming back, playing music. Johnny sticks his head out in the fucking sunroof. Then we dipped and we went to Wendy's. They uh that same day, Dice been getting phone calls left and right. People been blocking Ace and Johnny, talking about oh, Diversa was like, if you don't block them, if you don't stop talking to them, I'm gonna unfriend you because you're you're friends with the enemy. We ain't did shit to the nigga. Well, Ace ain't did shit to the nigga. <clears throat> I even said Johnny had nothing to do with it. It was all me. All my idea. So, what happened is, later on, later on, Monday, Tuesday, I think it was, that's, today's Wednesday, right? So, Tuesday, we find out, I found out that Diverso wanted to hit me with a sledgehammer. He kicked Dice out of the group chat. Fired him off of EWE because he's friends with us. So I was like, all right. Hearing all this stuff, I first called him. And I threatened him. I'm like, yo, if you go back to that stupid park, I'm calling the cops on you. Then it went from that to I actually physically called the school pretending to be a parent. I let them know what's going on. Their principal calls me back and it was like, you know, on the weekends, we can't really do nothing about it because it's a, it's not school time. We can't do anything about it, but if you see the custodian, tell the custodian, let them know. I'm like, or call the cops. I was like, okay, no problem. I'll call the cops. I text them off of my text-free app saying, look, if you don't stop wrestling in the park, because my child almost got hit with a steel chair, if you don't stop wrestling in the park, I'm going to call the cops. If you show up there Saturday, I'm going to call the cops. He starts acting like a white pussy bitch, saying, "Oh, I'm gonna call the, I'm gonna call the cops on you. You're harassing me. I'm gonna get this phone number reported." Then makes a fucking statement on Facebook talking about how we caused problems and we did this and we did that and all this other shit because Dice called him and said, "Yo, the school really called us and said something about how oh, you know, this, this, and the third." I'm letting this shit be known. 
Ain't nobody got beef with Diversa like I got beef with Diversa. Diversa's a bitch. Diversa has been pro- having problems with me since day one, and he couldn't even admit the fact that he had problems with me. Okay? I don't like that two-sided fake bullshit. You feel me? He had problems with me. I had problems with him. I let it be known when I had a problem with him. I legitimately dropped everything, and he got tight. He got tight for whatever reason and was on some bullshit. So, overall, I just left it as is. You feel me? I just left it as is. I ain't said nothing to nobody. He ain't said nothing to me. We left it at that. We was just fair equals. I just left it at that. I ain't said shit to nobody. He ain't, he ain't said shit to me. So, fuck is the NYPD over here for? Anyway, so, long story short, my name is being now slandered. Because I told you the story. My name is being now slandered. I'm letting this shit be known. I don't harass nobody. I don't harass nobody. I ain't did shit to this nigga. Like, I don't give a fuck about this nigga. I don't think about him on a daily basis. So, for him to sit there and conjure up all these things in his head is beyond funny to me. I'm just letting this shit be known from now on. Anybody got a problem with me, let me know what's up. All right? This is not the wrong podcast to be doing this. I'm going to be a professional. I will sit down and talk with you. I will sit down and talk with you, see what your problem is, see where why we have problems. We could hash it out. I'm all for that. I was all for that with Diverso until he started acting like a punk bitch. Then I stopped having that. So now I'm going to try to shut him down. So this Saturday, I will be at the park to check if to see if he was if he shows up there. And I will get him shut down. I'm going to get him shut down. I don't like the shit that he's doing. I'm going to get him shut down permanently. And it is what it is from there. I just want to thank you guys for hearing my rant out. This is one of those special podcasts. I'm going to have one for you guys. It's about John Cena and his new girlfriend. That's rumored. Stay tuned to that. But as of right now, I'm going to go drive home because I've been sitting in this Costco parking lot forever. I know I've been eating up your time, and I know I didn't do an intro properly, but I was so heated. I'm still heated, but I'm cooled down now a little bit, so I'm going to relax. I'm going to enjoy my time. I'm going to go home, and I'm, like I said, I'm going to go and deal with this part uh, this podcast I'm doing now. I'm going to talk about it on both Podbean and here. Hopefully, it gets up. this gets uploaded to um, Anchor, and I'll see you guys on the next one. What's up, guys? And this is the John Saddle Talk, and I'm going to give you this content of this new podcast. I know I made a whole nother podcast, and I was going on an emotional rant, and it was well well justified. But if you didn't check it out, please do. It's worth listening to. Um, But today I told you I was going to give you content, and I am. So, John Cena... um, is rumored to be dating somebody new. Now, John Cena uh, was supposed to be married, I believe it was May 4th. Um, he had gotten engaged to Nikki Bella, and I covered this earlier this year that they broke up and they, they, they split, and it was something that my co my colleague didn't want me covering at the time, but it fits in perfectly now because I, I am talking about it this rumor um 
John Cena on his uh made made a proposal to Nikki Bella last year at WrestleMania. This year, I want to say a day or two before WrestleMania, they call it quits. Now, John Cena is rumored to be dating somebody else. But before we get into that, and I'm going to talk about who he's rumored to be dating. He was seen in the gym on the day of his marriage. Well, his supposed, his planned date marriage, you know, so the day that he was supposed to get married, it was planned. He instead went to the gym uh, with a Darth Vader mask on, and he was lifting weights, and he <clears throat> picked up a lightsaber, and it was just a hilarious skit. I guess poking fun at, at the fact that he was, he was uh, supposed to be married and instead he's in the gym working out on May the 4th be with you. Um, John Cena uh, is, is now, his home is in Tampa, Florida, and I, I'm going to tell you a reason why in a minute or why that's important. Brie Bella moved out. Of John Cena's home. He lives now with his brother-in-law and his sister, Brie Bella and Daniel Bryan. Um, so he has it pretty easy with the support. Um, maybe now she'll be a little bit more humble and not with her fashionable lifestyle. But uh, rumors have it that John Cena is dating Carmella and... She's on Total Divas, so she is on the same, you know, drama show as the other Bellas, Nikki Bella and Brie Bella. Um, at the same time, she has a house, and if you don't know who Carmella is, I'm going to get into that real quickly. If you don't know who Carmella is, she is the princess of Staten Island. That's at least her gimmick. Because she's not from Staten Island at all. I think she was actually in Massachusetts or, some, uh, Massachusetts or something like that. I'm not 100% sure. But you, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on it. <laughs> but she, her home where she finally lay her head at is um, in Tampa. Tampa, Florida. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why am I bringing up these two, this, this, this city again? Because... John Cena, and this is from what reports are saying, so take this, this is a, a I'm not going to say the name of the source because it's not really, it's like, take out a pinch of salt, you know what I mean? John Cena's in Tampa, Florida, uh, Florida. Carmelo lives in Tampa, Florida, oh, yeah, Florida, but John Cena was in a club or a pub or with a bunch of fans in Tampa for drinking, and there was no, um, there was no Carmella. So already, it's kind of debunked. Um, I was listening to Taz and his podcast, and a great reference to listen to. I like to watch uh, Taz, Chris Jericho, and Conan for wrestling related stuff. But has made light of something that I didn't think of. This is reality. This is a reality show. And Carmel's the only one who just recently broke up with Big Cass, who is her longtime boyfriend, who also works in the WWE. Um, they just broke up, so she's the only single one. So, you know, the show wants to make it a little bit more chaotic and drama. 
Um, and they definitely, they definitely, uh, push the envelope with this one, if this is true, um, because anything in reality, they will do for ratings, so, even if the marriage was supposed to be real, they will plan out everything what happens and, and you know, make John Cena look like the bad guy and he'll move on and people will love it because it's drama. And especially with a co a co host, uh, not a co host, a colleague that's on the show as well, it'll make it so much more dramatic. Now I, I had gone on John Cena's uh Instagram um, no, not Instagram, Twitter, and I had seen something, like, it's kind of like a cryptic message stating that, you know, it's not everything you see is, you know, what you make of it or what you believe, or it's, it's one of those, those cryptic words where it's like, don't believe what you see, um, or don't believe what you hear, and in, in this case, it's don't believe what you hear, so, you know, we, we don't know the details of any, everything or anything, I had tweet out to Carmella about it. Um, I have not gotten a response about it yet from Carmella or John Cena. But I can only assume the most, and I can only assume the worst, and I can only assume the best. And I can only assume that this rumor is going to be getting debunked pretty damn soon. Now, where does this leave uh, Nikki Bella? Well, maybe now, living at home with, well, living with her sister and her brother-in-law, maybe now she'll pick up on wrestling, training, and focusing on getting back in the ring and, you know, not letting her um, <laughs> split up with John Cena affect her business with Birdie Bees, you know, because she was actually when she was... um doing a live stream or I guess a recording she was in the office of Birdie B's you know taking care of business so hopefully she will do the right thing and focus on herself which is a good thing um John Cena was reported to go back to his old ways like I reported earlier and that's the reason why the marriage kind of like didn't happen not kind of it didn't happen because of John Cena and his ways um the most I can tell you at this time is this is just a rumor, so stay tuned. We'll get more details as it comes out, and we will hopefully either get a debunk where it's true or not. I've been your host, Genocide, and please take a listen to the um, the podcast I put it out, um, Genocide of Talk, Episode 6. <laughs> If you didn't listen to it before, listen to it now. Please take the time out and listen to it because it's really worth watching and well listening. And I took my time and really poured my heart on on this one. So please take a listen to it. Thank you very much.